Hi, everyone, and welcome to another uh, branding interview. I am so happy to have uh, my guest today, Megan Atkinson, uh, owner of Ignite Your Cause, which is just a lovely name. I want to talk to you more about that, Megan, when we get there. Um, I want to tell you a little bit about myself. My name is Shannon Hernandez. I'm the founder and word ambassador for The Writing Whisper, and uh, I launched my company in 2013. And four months later, I walked from my job as a 15-year teacher. And one of the reasons I was able to do this so fast is because I figured out how to make content work for me. And I figured out how to, as I like to say, uh, make my business known everywhere without going anywhere. And so one of the things I'm most passionate about is how to talk and teach people and my clients how to brand themselves through content. And, um, you know, it's a big world out there, and, and you want to make a name for yourself, and you want to be known. And one of the fastest ways you can do that is by writing quality content, and I always say quality over quantity, uh, and really knowing how to repurpose that content so that you can be where you need to be and where you want to be and just kind of dominate the web, if that makes sense, in your own voice, of course. So one of the things I, I love, actually, and honestly, which you'll probably know, is the topic of branding. And there are so many aspects to branding. I deal with branding yourself through content, and part of that is copywriting. I do offer copywriting services. And so I, I had this dream in July to launch this interview series where I could get experts in fields of branding or different focuses of branding on the phone, and really I could learn from them, they could learn from me, we could introduce some new people to our audiences and really just grow together as business owners and as a, a branding community because there are many things that have to happen for you to brand your business and make it a, a very strong brand. And so I reached out to Megan Atkinson. Uh, I fell in love with her company name, Ignite Your Cause, and I'm going to tell you just a little bit about her. I'm going to introduce her, and then we're going to get started on the interview. Megan, are you ready? I am. Okay. Uh, Megan Atkinson is the agent of impact and owner behind Ignite Your Cause, a boutique branding shop serving the do-gooders, change makers, and ruckus starters of the world. With her arsenal of copywriting, graphic design, and marketing strategy services, Megan helps fierce solopreneurs inspire the masses and influence change. And Megan, I just want to start off by saying every time I type Ignite Your Cause, I just get so happy. How did you come up with, you know, the name, the brand, you know, the brand and the name behind your company? Well, when I was originally kind of planning what type of services I wanted to offer and who I wanted to work with, kind of going through that, that pre-business uh, brainstorming uh, that took months. Um, <laughs> I don't want to make it sound like it took a day or two. But um, when I was going through all those kind of like brainstorming moments and um, talking a lot, to my peers about what it is that I really wanted to do and what I wanted the outcome of my business to be, uh, I kind of came to the conclusion that I really wanted to help empower other change makers, the do-gooders, change makers, ruckus starters, anybody who's looking to make the world a better place to work 
live, or play. And so what I wanted to do personally is to create an impact on this world and to make change and do good. And I started my business so I could have additional income in addition to my day job that pays the bills. I needed more additional income in order to fund the philanthropic type of projects, the charity projects that I really wanted to get back into. And so in order to make more of an impact on this world with me being just one little person, um, I decided I was going to serve the people that were making change um, so that I could further expand how much of an impact I was making. So thinking, you know, empowering these change makers, you know, empower wasn't quite the right word that felt a little bit too broad. I really wanted to spark them, you know, and, and kind of give that ignition to them and get them moving and get them rolling. Um, and then, you know, the cause part just kind of just kind of fit, and that's, that's where Ignite Your Cause came from and all of the kind of branding language around it um, just really comes from that fiery fuel and passion uh, to make change in the world. I love it. And it fits everything you're doing just perfectly. So today we're going to be talking about how to – inspire the masses and influence change with mission-driven brand strategies. And you've told us a little bit about your name and, and kind of how you became passionate about the topic and teaching it to others and reaching out to people in the nonprofit sector and others as well. So I want to just uh, frame this for everyone. And, you know, I think it's good to kind of start really broad. So my first question for you today is, what does a successful mission-driven branding look and feel like when a reader comes across it? What, how could we know that we're, we're doing the right thing if we're wanting to be mission-driven? You know, that's a really, really great question. Um, first and foremost, what it would look like is something that I say all the time. It's someone who's showing up with something to say rather than just something to sell. And this goes for nonprofits, for entrepreneurs, for Solo or for social innovators, social entrepreneurs, anybody who has a mission to make a difference in the world. And when individuals execute this mission-driven branding in a really effective way, you'll see them talking about what it is they want to affect in this world, the change that they want to make, the good that they want to do, how they're giving back. They're talking about their mission. They're talking about what wakes them up in the morning not just their 30% off coupon codes in this weekend-only discounts. Um, so they, they come to the marketing, the promotion, the social media, the content elements of doing business with what it is they have to say to the world as opposed to just what it is they have to sell. That's really a great definition. And I think that, you know, we have to find our own way. We, you know, we come out in the entrepreneurial world, we open our business, and we're like, wow, we just need to make some money. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. what needs to happen. Absolutely. So that we are successful. And then you kind of learn as you're going along that um, always talking about your products or services, it's, it's not really enticing. People need a message and a mission to get behind. Absolutely. Okay, so we're going to dive into today's three main points for message-driven 
a message first marketing, and you are going to show us how to show up with something to say rather than something to sell. We are going yeah. to break this topic down into three distinct phases for our audience today. Does everyone have their pen or pencil ready? You're going to want to take notes. I promise. I know those of you that think I'm ancient with the pen and pencil, you can type on your keyboard. Uh, let's get started. So phase one is define your mission, which Megan does a wonderful job helping people with over at IgniteYourCause.com. Can you take us through this phase, Megan, and how we can define our mission and our businesses? Absolutely. So first and foremost, this phase is really a in, like an internal search and rescue mission uh, is what I call it. And it's, it's really just digging deep and figuring out what it is that's driving you in your business. Um, of course, profits is always a, a reasonable driver. Um, but, you know, what's, what's the, the purpose of your business? What's the outcome of this business that you're hoping uh, to affect onto the world? And uh, this phase is really about asking yourself some sometimes difficult questions. Um, they're very simple questions. <laughs> they're often sometimes difficult to articulate the answers to. Um, so with this, what I really do with most of my clients is take them through a series of questions to kind of pull that information out of not your head, because that's where all your sales numbers and your promotional schedules and your content calendars are all stored. I want this information to come from the heart, from the soul, from the down in the bottom of your gut um, place that that really drives you. Uh, so I'll just give a few a few questions. Uh, first and foremost, how do you want to make this world a better place to work, play, or live through your work? You know, will you contribute a portion of your profit to a specific cause? For example, in my business, I do 25% of my profits go towards a specific orphanage in Kenya that I'm involved with. Um, are you committed to using your business as some sort of a platform where you can advocate for some sort of change in the world? Mm -hmm. Or will your work help to redefine what something very specific means to society and kind of flip the, flip the switch on, on how we view a specific topic or uh, element of social change. So it's really digging deep with those types of questions to figure out what is your cause, what is your mission, what is your vision, and what is your purpose. That process sounds fantastic. And I think, you know, one of the things I say uh, to many of my clients and my audience on my blog and I write for Huffington Post is that the best content, all right, and the best uh, vision you can have from your business comes from your gut level. <laughs> it comes from oh, yeah. really getting down to, one, what does your audience need, right? Like what are they empowered around and what visions do they have? But also how are you going to, um, you know, get your mission out there in the world and how is all the content that you're creating tied to that mission? So that is absolutely wonderful. Now, I do have a question for you concerning this. Uh, you know, what if somebody is brand new to business or they're rebranding and they're just not quite 
clear about the mission, what advice do you give to this type of client? Because obviously you can't move forward to the next step if you don't know what your mission is or you don't know how to go about rethinking things, you know, to form that uh, defining your mission piece. Yeah, you're, you're correct. It's really hard to uh, get your message and your movement uh, moving forward when you don't know what your mission is. Um, so this is critical for this is a critical first step. Uh, for individuals who are brand new to business or maybe they're in that brainstorm mode where they kind of have ideas and they're just trying to shape together their business to put their shingle out there. Um, or for individuals that are, you know, rebranding and kind of taking a step back, figuring things out to kind of relaunch and re put themselves out there. The advice that I have that's that's worked really well for me personally and for clients of mine is to find the intersection between your passion, you know, what, what kind of change you want to make in this world, find that intersection with that and the work that you can do. So for me, writing and design, that, that branding aspect, uh, managed to connect with that doing good and giving back in a way that I decided to provide branding services for people who were doing good and giving back. Uh, so that, that helped me to narrow down my audience. Uh, a lot of people find that their intersection develops into the type of work or services that they offer. You know, they, there's a lot of people who discover coaching because they really want to help people uh, survive a divorce and come out on the other side feeling happy, healthy, and ready to move forward, or individuals who maybe have gotten bogged down with day-to-day life and they need help reprioritizing and making time for the things that they love in this world so they can be excited when they wake up in the morning. Uh, You know, a lot of people find coaching as the intersection between wanting to make this great change and what they're passionate about, which is helping people. So those are just a couple examples, but kind of look at you know, what you, what it is you want to affect in this world, the change that you want to make, the good that you want to do, how you want to give back, how you want to contribute, and then line it up with the different work that you can do or that you do currently. That's really great. And I just wanted to add something here about a mission or a mission statement. Um, last December, so December what year are we in, 24, December 2013, I sat down and I said to myself, okay, Shannon, what do you want to do with the Writing Whisperer this year? Like, let's have a mission statement. Because what I realized rather quickly is that once I was getting more clients and writing more and my voice was getting known and all those things that happen when your business grows, people were coming at me with all kinds of amazing experiences. And I just couldn't say yes to everyone like there was no way I could keep up with Mm -hmm. doing all the things and I I really was getting pulled off course and so I thought if I had a mission statement to help guide my business for this next year I could use it as like a measuring stick right so that I could actually say yes or no and feel good about it because I had a mission down on paper Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so I wrote I wrote my mission statement that you know, is I have three months left. I, I like to choose it for a year. Is my mission this year is to spread joy with words, using language to unite people around the world so we can share experiences, laughter, and love through writing. 
Ooh, I love that. Yeah, and so I, then I wrote a blog post to help other people uh, develop their mission statement, and I gave this example of why I thought I needed one. And I'll tell you, Megan, everyone that has come my way this year or everything I've done and offered, you know, I took my company on tour this year, and I launched a series of workshops and brand camps and et cetera. It was all because I got crystal clear on my mission. Absolutely. And I was so excited, and actually I was just coaching with my business coach um, before our call today, and I told her I'm really excited to write next year's mission statement. Like I'm going to start thinking about what I want to guide my business for next year. So I think a mission statement does a lot of things. It helps you define your mission, but it can also help you stay completely on track and not get sidetracked by amazing opportunities that come your way, but maybe it's just not the right time for you right now. Absolutely. I went through the same thing, the same exact thing. I was getting a lot of clients that weren't necessarily the do-gooders, change-makers, or ruckus starters that I I feel that I'm born to serve. Um, Great people, but not necessarily where I was able to maximize my impact, which was my mission. So I'm with you. I've been through that same that same experience and really defining that mission and getting it into a mission statement that you can see is extremely effective. And you can use it as a measuring stick for clients, for your marketing efforts, for product and service development. I mean, it's, it's essential. Okay. We're ready to move on to phase two. So we've defined our mission, or at least we're going to work on it. And phase two is to align your message. So, Megan, what tips can you give us on this phase? It seems like a really big and important piece of the mission-driven marketing puzzle. It is. It absolutely is. It's probably the most painstaking but also the most influential, the most important of the of the steps. And this is where it can get a little rough around the edges uh, for anybody that's been in business for a while and is trying to reconnect to their original mission. Uh, but essentially, once, once you're clear on that mission, you've basically got to analyze everything that you're putting out there into the world, your messaging or your marketing. That could be copywriting. It could be promotional. Uh, it could be your networking conversations. You've got to look at all of those and see how am I showing up. Am I just showing up with something to sell Am I showing up with something to say? And it's really a deep dive into analyzing all of the different channels where your message can and should be coming through. Now, with that, what I like to suggest is to look at your promotional efforts first. You know, this is your social media posts, your email blasts, your blog posts, you know, announcements for new things. When you're promoting those products, services, programs, etc., are you promoting their value, their benefits and features and outcomes in hopes that you're going to create some sort of business transaction or are you promoting the message and the mission behind what you've created or that you provide? Because people will line up at the door to get behind new ideas, new philosophies, movements, they line up at the door, they trip over themselves to get involved and to be a part of something that's bigger than them. 
they don't do that for, oh, this ebook has 276 pages and you will learn A, B, C, and D. When you talk to, to individuals through your promotions, through your marketing, by trying to justify the value of your products and services based on page count or outcomes, features, widgets, add-ons, all of those details, you're justifying a dollar amount to the value that you're providing, right? That's how we sell. That's how we're taught to sell. But if you're showing up talking about how much of an impact this is going to make, talking about how this is in line with what it is you want to create in this world, the impact you want to create on the world around you, why this is important, why other people should care, people want to be a part of that. That's leading into a movement. That's leading into a community. Uh, So when you lead with that type of message throughout your marketing, your promotion, your networking conversation, social media posts, you name it, people are going to not need so much persuasion to buy. They're going to stop asking themselves, is this worth $17? Is this worth $495? Is this worth whatever's in my pocketbook? Instead, they'll ask themselves, is this going to make an impact on me and the world around me? And your message, your mission, already answers that question by default. That is awesome. I just took like a whole page of notes. (laughs) It was great. So you know, Megan, that I just published a book about public education and what's wrong with it as it currently stands. Um, And for those of you in the audience and listening that that don't know this, uh, yes, my company is The Writing Whisperer, but now I've got a whole separate brand of a beast that is (laughs) mission-driven in its own way um, around my book that I've published called Breaking the Silence, My Final 40 Days as a Public School Teacher. And I really wasn't sure what I was going to do with this book. Like it was my memoir and it really talked about my transition from being a teacher into uh, the world of entrepreneurship. But then, Megan, I went to this rally in, in July and we occupied the U.S. Department of Education. And I was with a whole bunch of teachers, and, you know, I'm a professor at Brooklyn College, so I'm still in the schools. I still get what's going on. I believe in public education. I just think we're kind of on the wrong path right now. And Mm -hmm. so I went to this rally, and it became very clear to me what my mission was now going to be with this book. And it took me actually going to Washington, D.C. and marching, you know, for education, public education reform to, for that mission to solidify. And so I get what you're saying now more so than ever. Like the writing whisperer, I do have the mission statement. I do help people with their copy. But the movement of the book is like a whole different beast. And oh, yeah. when I'm marketing for the book, right, so now I have, two things I'm marketing for, I'm really just providing insight and content and solutions and value, and that book is selling like hotcakes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because that's what my mission is, is to educate the public about public education, and through the pieces that I'm writing and the emails I'm sending and the social media posts, people are now like whoa this lady's on a mission like she's not going to be quiet anymore and she's going to talk up about what what's not right for kids and i can get behind that 
right? And so right. I totally get this now more so than if I would have done an interview with you back in, I don't know, August before the book came out. So sure. for anyone that's kind of on the fence and you're like, whoa, what are these two ladies talking about here? <laughs> I've got, you know, one business that's very um, – you know, it does have a mission. It's the writing whisper. My mission is to help people grow their businesses through content. Like, that's what I want to help people do. And then I have, like, a social kind of equity and justice mission that's very different. And it's been interesting to see how I need to show up with something to say in each case and how different that is because they're two different beasts. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's really, really interesting that you brought up that example. And I think – you know, if anybody were to be curious and want to ask you one-on-one, I'm sure that it's probably pretty easy for you to show up message first with your book, right? Because the book is all about the mission. It's all about the message. So it's it's almost clear. It's a clear path to set, to talk about your mission with that book as opposed to buy my book on Amazon. That's right. Where yeah. with the business, with reframing how you promote a business, can be a little bit more tricky because it's more than just one product. It's more than just one thing. So it does take a little bit deeper sort of dive into each individual product and each individual service and how does this tie into what it is I have to say and how I want to change the world. And and. It's a lot – once you get there, once you get to that point, it is a lot easier to market. You don't feel smarmy. You don't feel like a salesman. Like, it's a lot <laughs> – it's a lot easier because a lot of people hate self-promotion. They don't feel comfortable with doing it. But when you're not promoting but you're sharing and you're spreading the word, it's a heck of a lot easier to do it on a regular basis than it is to buy my stuff for – a dollar ninety seven, and here's my <laughs> new ebook. Sign up for my webinar. It doesn't feel like an ask. It feels like you're right. doing them a favor, which feels great. Yes, that's a good point, and I like that you said. I think swarmy salesman. I say slimy, scaly uh, salesperson. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be slimy or scaly in your sales. All right, good. So we are on to phase three, which is the final phase. We. Let's see, we've defined our mission, or we're going to, we're aligning our message with the mission, and we're going to talk about the impact on the world and the people around us and how we're going to, you know, do good in the world. And now we are up to the final phase, which is phase three. Um, This is probably where I am right now with the book, so I'm excited about this too, is design your movement. So first I want to ask you, what is your definition of the word movement? So this varies from individual to individual because a movement is a very personal sort of thing. I have a lot of people say, oh, you know, I'm not looking to start a movement. I just want, I just want to make an impact on my community. I don't want to change the whole world. That's still a movement, right? It's, it's changing mindsets. It's influencing change, whether it's in a community near you, a community across the world, uh, whether it's making a difference in the life of a child, 
that you know or you don't know. Um, it's really about instigating change and spreading your influence in a way that creates ambassadors for you. So it's inspiring others to take on your cause, to take on your mission and be a part of what it is you're trying to do. That could be five people. It could be 100 people. It could be 10,000 people. It's all about the scale doesn't matter. That's all about what it is you want for your business, for your mission. But it's, all, it's, it's really all rooted in spreading the word, sharing your mission in a way that creates other ambassadors of your mission. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I love that. And I think one of the key things that you said early on is changing a mindset. Mm -hmm. And whether we're in business for myself for copywriting or content strategy or virtual assistant or, you know, you're an author, hopefully everything we do is to the end of changing someone's mindset. Because otherwise, why would we need hundreds of thousands of copywriters if we all were doing the same thing, right? Right. Um, So that's really good, changing the mindset and then igniting, um, you know, instigating change and inspiring others, and they then become your ambassadors. And, you know, once again, I've seen this with my book. I, I can log into Facebook or Twitter any day and somebody's retweeting an article, posting a picture of the book, telling people go get the book, giving a testimonial. And I just told my business coach just this afternoon, I said, this finally feels easy to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like people get what I'm trying to do now, and there's a lot of people talking about it. And it's so much easier when everyone's behind your movement or your cause and they're helping you spread the word because messages can go a lot further with many of us doing it rather than us just spinning our wheels trying to do it ourselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you can reach so many more people and so many new perspectives new angles, I mean, it can, it can help to grow what it is you're trying to achieve into something so much bigger than you could imagine when you start kind of looking at it from the creative movement standpoint. It's really awesome. So what I want to know and what I want you to share with our listeners today is will you highlight a client project you're currently working on or that you're super excited about? I want to kind of see what's going on in your world. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think probably the best, the best example of movement making that I'm currently working on is with Coach Jenny of CoachJenny.com, the Audacity Coach. And her, her movement is essentially built upon redefining what it is we believe life can provide for us. So she's got this this movement all based upon audacity, the idea of audacity and kind of redefining that so it's not such a negative word. Um, you know, oh, the audacity. Um, but it's, it's really, it's framed in being daring, asking for things that we don't necessarily think we should be asking for in life, um, soaking up possibilities, regardless of the odds against us, you know, really being 
brave and having moxie and taking risks and taking leaps. And her business has evolved a lot over the last, gosh, two and a half years uh, that I've been working with her as a client. Uh, First, you know, we really had to dig into the mission, like we mentioned before, what it is she wanted to affect change around when it came to audacity. Uh, Then we worked on her messaging and her branding, and we got her really sticky messaging, uh, you know, quotables that stick, talking about concepts that she brings to the table as a a coach with her Hilda, for example, if anybody knows (laughs) Coach Jenny out there, they know about Hilda, uh, which is a a self-doubt, squashing sort of coaching philosophy that that she's coined. And uh, her brand is sticky. Right, so we've we've grown her following around this sticky branding that we've been working on, and now she's she's ready to take it to the next level. She has a huge fan base that she adores. They're very loyal, enthusiastic, and she's been creating ambassadors of her brand and of her mission for quite some time. Uh, but she's she's ready to level it up. So we've been working on coming up with different ways to share that audacious mission of hers in bigger circles, playing in bigger sandboxes, you know, this is is going to include things like writing for Huffington Post, which she's been doing for quite some time now. Uh, Spreading her message of audacity through Huffington Post has been huge. She's been able to really get a lot more new eyeballs, um, new perspectives on how audacity can be applied to an individual's life, things along those lines, and coming up with new strategies on how we can find more ears that are eager to hear what it is she has to say. Um, you know, she started a podcast, huge amount of new ears, literally, uh, when it comes to <laughs> podcasting um, on iTunes. You know, she's got huge following there. She's tapping into other networks of like-minded entrepreneurs. You know, she's really tapping into bigger audiences, and it's helping her to build an even bigger ambassadorship of audacity. I mean, she's got some die-hard loyal fans, myself being one, since I've been a client of hers for almost four years now. Um, Megan, I became a die-hard loyal fan of hers when I went to – a one-day workshop she offered in Philadelphia. Oh, yes. This was just last month in September. And, you know, I – Jenny, Coach Jenny lives in Brooklyn. I live in Brooklyn. We had met up once. You know, we met on the wonderful Internet, and we met up once just for coffee or something. And, you know, I I got involved with her community and just kind of wanted to see what was going on. And I went to that conference in Philadelphia, that one-day workshop, and – she blew my mind. I came home. <laughs> I had to text her at the end of uh, September. I I uh, found her on Facebook, and I said, when I went to that conference and I worked on these, um, you know, three goals that I wanted to finish off for this next year, I said, I have made more money in the rest of this month in my business just by being laser-focused and super clear than I have in any other month in my business. And she was absolutely ecstatic to hear that. Um, Oh, yeah. And so I get it. She has a sticky brand. You've done a wonderful job working with her. And one thing I want to really uh, reiterate, um, 
and I know, Megan, that you uh, could probably speak of this too. And so many people, you know, I, I'm out and I'm about a lot. I'm online and I'm social and I love helping people and engaging in conversation. And the question I get all the time is, how have you managed to build the writing whisper so fast? Like, what are you doing over there? And what I want to say is that I haven't done it alone, and I'm very vocal about this. I have a business coach. I have a social media person. I have a virtual assistant. I got someone off the bat to do my website and to, you know, um, take care of my accounting. And this is something I'm really passionate about, and I know that Coach Jenny must be too because she's brought you on her team to do the copywriting and the branding and the design and the graphics. And so one of the things that I really like to get across is that if you want to build this kind of brand that's sticky and people are getting it and you're getting ambassadors and you've got loyal people and you can take your company on tour and all these, you can't do that alone. There's absolutely no way you can do that alone. There's not enough hours in a day, and you've got to have support services behind you that are helping you. Would you agree with that, Megan? I would absolutely agree. Absolutely. I think a lot of times, you know, we, we start these businesses with the intent of working for ourselves, and we, we become the bosses of our own companies while also the total employee base. And we get used to this idea of doing everything ourselves. You know, it's, it's DIY business. That's how, that's how you do it. You learn how to build a website. You learn how to use social media. You learn all of these things, and we get addicted to that learning process. And I think we, we take it a little bit too far until we get to the point where we're not achieving what it is that we want to achieve because we haven't asked for help, because we haven't leaned on the individuals that we need to in order to really crank up the volume and level up and take and take the business to the next level. I mean, it's, it's difficult to do everything on your own, period, even from the outset. It's incredibly difficult. But it's even more difficult when you're ready to take your message further, make it louder, be heard, stand out, you know, kind of break through all the noise that's out there. You can't do it all on your own. You, it's, you would just turn into a pile of overwhelmed pudding. <laughs> that was much nicer than what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> overwhelmed pudding. I think I'll quote you on that. <laughs> All right, you do that. That was lovely. Well, Megan, this has been so awesome today. I have learned so much from you. And I just want to ask you, do you have an upcoming product or program that you're excited about? What's going on in your world? I have so much going on right now. Um, I will be having a book release on Amazon here shortly called Agent of Impact that talks about uh, the same types of concepts that we've talked about here today, but it digs much deeper into you know what it means to be a do-gooder and a change maker and a ruckus starter um, in the entrepreneurial world and what are what's causing us to kind of disconnect from our missions and what's causing us to have problems keeping our message front and center despite our intentions. Uh, so it really digs, it digs deep into the whys, how to overcome all that, how to move forward and, and build your movement. Um, so that's going to be released here shortly. I haven't announced this specific date yet, but that's coming. 
so if anybody is interested, I would just encourage uh, you all to check out igniteyourcause.com. In the footer, uh, you can sign up for the Mission Ignition newsletter. It's a once-monthly newsletter, so I'm not going to litter your inboxes, uh, sometimes twice a month if I have a special announcement. Uh, but just sign up for that newsletter so you can stay in the loop and, and get the release date for Agent of Impact. Awesome. And I'll be sure once you let me know uh, date, we'll be sure to to email out to anyone that registered for the call so that we can Great. send them on over to to grab that. Uh, so we know that we can find you on igniteyourcause.com. Uh, where else can people connect with you online? Uh, the best way to connect with me online is going to be on Twitter, and that is at Ignite Your Cause, uh, keeping it real simple there. Uh, and then also you can uh, like my company Facebook page, uh, which is facebook.com slash Ignite Your Cause. Uh, that's pretty pretty simple to find. You can find me anywhere. Just Google Ignite Your Cause. But Twitter is probably the best if you want to ask any questions or keep up on all the updates, what's happening at Ignition Headquarters, uh, release dates, new products and services are coming your way. So uh, if you want updates, Twitter is probably the best place to find it or sign up for the Mission Ignition newsletter. I love it. Mission Ignition newsletter. I would sign up just by the name. You can tell. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for spending time with us today and sharing your knowledge on how to inspire the masses and influence change with mission-driven brand strategies. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity and uh, been great talking with you. And thank you to all our listeners. Please reach out to Megan and I via social media. We would love to connect you there. And until next time, go ignite your cause and brand your business.